0: My brothers and sisters in Christ, because I am aware of your pastoral needs here at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish, and because I am very confident of Father Charles Persing's qualifications for the office of pastor, I now commend Father Persing to you as your new pastor. And I am indeed very confident Father has been a wonderful pastor and has a great experience in shepherding God's people with his many gifts, and I know that he will him more to be he and he will be for you, uh, the kind of priest that you deserve, uh, and that we all need. You know, one of the interesting things about very famous people is that they commonly had the same kind of experience earlier in their lives their great gifts were not recognized yet. You probably heard some of those stories. You know, Beethoven was told by an early music teacher that when it came to music he was hopeless. Uh, Albert Einstein. His parents were told by one of his teachers that he was mentally slow, unsociable, and adrift in his foolish ideas. Walt well, Disney, you probably know, was fired from one of his first jobs because he told he was not creative enough. <laughs> and Theodore Geisel, Dr. Seuss, wrote his first children's book in 1937, To Think I Saw It on Mulberry Street. That book was rejected by 27 publishers until so one publishing house took it up. It's an amazing thing that those people who are famous experience those labels by which others wanted to limit them, and yet they succeed. You can only wonder how many people in their youth heard those kind of misjudgments and just gave up their life dreams didn't pursue the very gifts or develop the gifts that God had richly given them, but because of labels like those they gave up. Something similar is happening in the scriptures that we heard on this 14th Sunday of Ordinary Time in our liturgy of the Word. Ezekiel, Paul, and our Lord are all the objects of false labeling. Misjudgments leveled against them. I think it's a time you might think about that. What do we think about the maybe even most, many of the people so close to us? What kind of labels do we put on? And then we begin to treat the people as though that label express the entirety of that person's identity or reality? God told Ezekiel, I'm sending you to this Israel people that they're rebels. They have rebelled against me. They're going to put a label. prophet I've made you to be. I want them to know that there is a prophet in their midst. Never mind what they're calling you. Paul said in the second reading, he has been the object of insults, judgments of all kinds leveled against him. But he stayed firm by the grace of God to preach the gospel by which God, which God had sent him to, anointed him to and the Gentile world, and our Lord goes back to the place where He had lived for 30 years before He began His public ministry, His hometown of Nazareth. He preaches in the synagogue on the Sabbath, and we hear the misjudgment. Who's he thinking? here? We, we know him when he was a kid. He, he grew up. There. We know his mom. We know his dad. He's the son of the carpenter. What's he talking about this stuff for? I was almost labeled trying to live it. Incarnate Son of God. They didn't have a clue who this was, even though he has spent 30 years in their town. When he comes back after beginning and initiating his public ministry, he's not accepted. Labeled and discharged. Well, first thing, in a few moments, I'm going to put some labels on you using the words of the church. They're not limited labels whatsoever. In fact, they're very expansive. These labels are very challenging for all of us who try to live up to the vocation to which God has called us. The labels in the rite of installation of a pastor are, are three. I'm going to use the label father, shepherd, and teacher. Each of those words is a relational puts you in relationship to these wonderful brothers and sisters because you can't be a father without a family, you can't be a shepherd without a flock, you can't be a teacher without a class, students, learners. They're relational words that reminds you that the essential role here amidst this parish, this parish family, is your relationship with them and their relationship with you and your ministry. I'm not just going to use those labels. The church's words for the installation, the rite of installation, modifies each of those labels. There's an adjective to describe the label. And so I'm not just going to say, you must be a father, but rather, a loving father. Not every father has been loving. And I'm not just going to say, be a shepherd, but be a gentle shepherd. Not every shepherd is gentle. And I'm not just going to say be a teacher, but be a wise teacher. My friends, not every teacher you and I have had in life has been really
1: wise. Those adjectives are
0: challenging, and they should remind you, Father, of how much, despite your gifts, despite your experience, how much you rely on the grace of God, the grace of ordination to fulfill. Those challenging modifiers, loving, gentle, wisdom in relationship to this people and their relationship with you. I am very confident that you will surrender to the power of God, the Holy Spirit given to you, the graces and gifts that are God's origin, to be able to live into those modifiers in relationship to your family, your flock disciples and workers. Now let us use those words of the church of Friday and so they can, to begin your past my brother, Father Samuel Du Bois, Deacon David Paul, and Alex Bogdanov, and Donna Demisinski will assist you with the pastoral care of the people of this parish, share this ministry in a spirit of mutual trust, common prayer, and genuine concern. I'd ask the Parish Pastoral Council to send the members of are dear people This is the pastoral council of Saint Elizabeth and Seton Parish. It is the voice of your people and will assist and counsel you as you minister to this parish. Always be attentive to the needs they express. My friends, I pledge to seek your counsel, guidance, and advice in the spiritual and temporal care of my pastorate. Following the profession. will take the oath of fidelity. This is uh, to be taken publicly before God when someone assumes a new ecclesiastical office, such as the office of pastor. So please stand. Remember, my brother Charles, always be a loving father, a gentle shepherd, and a wise teacher of your parish, so that you may lead them to Christ, will strengthen all that you do. As a teacher of that faith, I ask that you now lead your people in the professions of their faith.